Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get on the grid. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Yankee Sports fans. I'm here with your straight news and betting update. Time to get out the grid, everyone. Uh, the champagne on ice. Game six of the World Series going down. We're just a few hours away. The road team so far perfect. 5-0 and in the World Series. The Astros have won three straight after dropping the first two. They have a 3-2 series lead. First pitch, 8-07 tonight. Houston, minus 180. Washington, plus 160. Total 7.5. Steven Strasburg gets the ball for the Nats. Verlander starts for the Strohs. He's never won in the World Series. First five innings line. Houston, minus 150. Low total, 3.5. The Atlanta Braves reportedly try to re-sign veteran Josh Donaldson, the three-time All-Star. Pretty solid year. 37 home runs, 94 RBIs, and 33 doubles for the AL's champion Braves. NFL trade deadline has come and gone. The big name staying put. Uh, no big ills. Le'Veon Bell, Trent Williams, Darius Lay, Chris Harris, and Jamal Adams all not moving. Uh, the asking price is way too high on these guys, and teams went budge. But Washington Redskins is getting some good news. Left tackle Trent Williams has ended his holdout today after the deadline, and he has reported to the team. A few moves. The Rams have dealt veteran corner Aqib Talib at a fifth-round pick to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for an undisclosed draft pick. Salary dump in order to give uh, newly acquired corner Jalen Ramsey an extension. The Dolphins now 19 draft picks over the next two seasons. They're going to be fully loaded. The Bengals uh, going in a different direction. Andy Dalton, the era might be done. Cincinnati benching veteran quarterback or rookie Ryan Finley. Finley is expected to receive his first start in Week 10 against the Baltimore Ravens following the Bengals' Week 9 bye. Dalton starting all but eight games and since he drafted him 30th overall in 2011 at a Texas Christian University. He is tied for the franchise lead in passing touchdowns, second in career passing yards. Dalton, though, failed to win a single playoff game. The Red Rifle completing 60% passes this year, nine TDs, eight interceptions for the 0-8 Bengals. Uh, Finley's probably going to start the rest of the year. Uh, Denver Broncos quarterback Joe Flacco could be out five to six weeks, according to Ian Rappaport. He's unlikely to undergo surgery for that neck problem, and a career is not in jeopardy, but he still might have to be placed on the IR. Fourth-year quarterback Brendan Allen, a six-round draft of the Tags, gets his first start for Denver at home versus Cleveland. Drew lost on IR. The Miami Dolphins placing corners Avian Howard on the IR after he suffered a knee injury during Monday football uh, versus Pittsburgh. Howard did not suffer ACL or MCL injury, but the Dolphins taking no chances. And he made Howard the highest-paid corner this offseason, signing him to a five-year $76.5 million deal. Just a trio in the end date tonight. 7.30 p.m. Atlanta at Miami, minus 8, 224 and a half. Deion Waiters suspension is over, but he will be out for Miami tonight. 9 o'clock, Dallas at Denver. Nuggets, five, minus 5.5, five 214 is your total. 10.30 action, Memphis and L.A. The Lakers, minus 11.5, 218 is your total. Call it, the NCAA Board of Governors voting unanimously to have its three divisions propose policy changes that would let student-athletes benefit from their name, image, and likeness. The NCAA is tasked now with making the changes to the bylaws no later than January of 2021. MLS Western Conference Final, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, Seattle at LAFC. LAFC 
big favorite to this one, minus 275. The draw, plus 75. Seattle on the upset, plus 700. In the NHL, National Predators have signed defenseman Roman Josie to an eight-year extension worth over $72 million. The deal includes a non-movement clause and uh, $33.75 million signing bonuses. He's now third highest-paid highest blue liner in the NHL behind only Eric Carlson and Drew Doughty. Colorado Avalanche star forward Gabe Landeskog. He's out indefinitely with a lower body injury, so him and Ranton are both out for the Avalanche. Busy, busy night in the National Hockey League tonight. 7 o'clock action. We got San Jose at Boston. Ruins minus 220. We got a total of six. Washington and Toronto. The Leafs minus 30. Six and a half total there. Philly at Pittsburgh. Battle of Pennsylvania. Pens minus 160. Six and a half. Calgary. Uh, Calgary and Carolina. Canes minus 150. A total of six. 730 action. Tampa Bay. Minus 220 at the New York Rangers. Six and a half is your total there. Edmonton, Lincoln Quarter at Detroit. Six flat. Eight o'clock action. Chicago at Nashville. Predators, minus 210. Six. 830 action. Minnesota at Dallas. The Stars, thing 50 cents. Low total of five flat in that game at 10 o'clock. Late game. Winnipeg at Anaheim. Ducks, minus 115. Five and a half. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts hour two of Red Heat and Rage. Thanks to Blew It for stopping by. We'll break down the bed card throughout the day here and go through over the lines with Big Man on campus. So stay tuned. Hour two of Red Heat and Run Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and uh, Rage continues on this Tuesday. They get on campus. Uh, we'll join us in a couple of moments. So we've got the World Series uh, tonight. Talking about Justin Verlander, he's never won a World Series uh, start uh, before. And uh, Steven Strasburg, I'm just seeing right now, actually, Cam, the Washington Nationals are 8-0 and in the playoffs this year when Strasburg or Scherzer start a baseball game. 8-0 and in the playoffs this year when Scherzer or Strasburg uh, start the game. What do you think of uh, this game tonight, Cam? You think, uh, you think we're going 7 or you think uh, it comes to an end here tonight? As I stated earlier... It's kind of tough. I mean, every game's you know, you're starting from scratch all over. If you just look at this game individually, there's value on the Washington Nationals tonight, yes. I would say. Exceptional value. I made Verlander with a track record. Houston, a better team. I would have made the line probably about a buck fifty, Gabe. Not a buck eighty, a buck fifty-five. It's it's too high. I'm going to take a shot with the Nationals just out of principle. I got to take, you brought up a great stat there. Eight, no. Scherzer's going to deal. Uh, he had the injury the extra day. He pitched today. He says he feels really good. Verlander, he can get to early. Should be interesting. I wonder about this uh, first five uh, innings. Uh, three and a half, very low total. Uh, total for the game, seven and a half. But I got to take the Washington Nationals, Gabe. Uh, plus 160 for a team that, that can win the game. I, I, I think they can tonight. And uh, having game seven would be great. But I think Washington can do it. They've jumped on Verlander early before, and they can do it again tonight. I saw the total at seven earlier in the day. I'm seeing seven and a half right now. Yep. Verlander minus 180. Strasburg plus 156. So it's coming down just a little bit. You can get the Washington Nationals to win the World Series at plus 600 right now. That's a good see. That's plus a good 600. Then you had Joe. Joe, if they win tonight, um, right? Yeah. <laughs> FanDuel has pop up to hit a home run tonight. Juan Soto to hit a home run, plus 250. Need more. Anthony Rendon, plus 310. Cabrera, plus 400. Suzuki, plus 400. Trey enough. Turner, plus 400. 
I know these odds are kind of low. Isn't it for like Suzuki? Really, only plus four hundred. For a home run. Trey Turner, Turner plus Suzuki, 400. Like eight to one. Trey Turner, but five. Ryan is actually. What's Zimmerman at? Plus four ten. Yeah, not enough. I need uh, like seven, eight, plus four thirty. No thanks. All right, where are the Astro players? Springer. George Springer plus two hundred. Jerry, uh, Jerry, Jerry, plus Jerry. Two hundred. It's no good. Carlos Correa plus two eighty. Not enough. And they low. I don't know. What about Bregman off. plus three thirty? Bregman. Not enough. I want a smooth side at least for Bregman. These are hitting home runs, not like doubles or singles, man. I think it's just easy to get put up there and hit a home run. Like that that book is amazing, but uh, you're getting uh, I think the the sweet get the squeeze is on with those home run uh, numbers there. No thanks. You're gonna have to pass. I know even the Grand Slam is only plus eight seventy. Will there be a Grand yeah, Slam? I, plus eight seventy. Oh, that should be twenty to one at least. Yeah, twenty. You think? I know. It used to be. We'll hit this on the other side. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ain't nothing but against the party. And Yanks just uh, uh, oh, taking over the playlist here. Yeah, I, 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 I like it. Now, now we're going. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
Yang's got like going. a bounce in his step today, Gabe. Like the, even in his voice. Like I wouldn't mess with this guy tonight. Like if he bumps some guy in a scooter and he gives him some attitude, uh, Yang's got uh, he's got a little fire today. I can tell by his voice, you know, fellas. Like it's yeah. all more. Uh, he seemed very cagey and ready to rock tonight. Like uh, I'd mess with Yang people out there. He's gonna beat ass in Graham. Yang, Yang's in uh, FU mode uh, today. Yeah, yes he's, he is. He's, he's ready to bring it. <laughs> He's ready, ready to bring it. All right, sounds like Big Man on campus is in a deli or something like that right now. Yeah, he's shuffling. Or he's like shuffling. A bed in a bodega. Uh, every one of our guests shuffling. God. What's up, Big Man? Hey, guys, how are you? No, I, I was hey, getting Big food. Man. I uh, just, uh, got dro- just, just got dropped off. I'm good now. How are you guys? Good, good. What are you eating? We're doing all right. Uh, I got a. What's in the bag? I got, here. I got a little. Uh, a little Italian hoagie. I got some meatballs. I got some chicken corn soup. I got uh, all wow. sorts of good stuff. A little deli night here. Wow, big bag. A deli dinner night man, tonight. Big bag. <laughs> deli dinner night. Hey. Big man, yeah, big you know, I got uh, I got a couple of things. A little finger foods to try. You know, yeah, right, the deli separate plate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're envious. Oh yeah. Too. I, I am. I have like lots of things in the big bag of food. Yeah, I don't know. Game. I might, I'm doing in-game live. I've had the Colonel in so long. I might uh, make a trip. It is Hoonie Tuesday? Yeah, I got nothing here, bro. I'm gonna have a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. But I know I'm, I'm so bored. The cheese is only food. good here. There's a there's a cook, there's a chick here. She can't make a grilled cheese. Like like yeah. it's to the point where we avoid her when she's there. Like I see really? her. I'm like, God, this lady can't make a grilled cheese. Yeah, like it's hard not to be like like he, I can make a grilled make. cheese. Anybody can like make even grilled I can cheese. Make grilled cheese. <laughs> you can make a no. grilled cheese. You shouldn't no, be cheese. in a restaurant. Like it's pretty simple. Oh, kidding! Like, yeah, like yeah, that's like, so yeah, easy. Yeah, you yeah. butter the bread. You put the slices in. You get it to a golden brown. You flip it. There's nothing you're doing. Window no recipe. Will. Unbelievable. Window wheels had to take it back. Actually, had to tell her this is uncooked. Oh, bread's like all like you know, uh, greasy, <laughs> uh, greasy bread. All right. Sorry, man. Uh, so, we got sidetracked here. Food, 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 food. When does college basketball start anyways, big man? It's got to be coming up soon. Very soon. A week from tonight. Oh, really? A week? Yeah. A week from tonight? Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. I've got a lot of catching up. So what starts next week? Is it like a tournament next week? Or what? Like what are the, what's the first? What's, what's happening out of the gate here? No, you actually have a pretty full card. You have some... Uh, Football tournaments, you got a lot of non-conference stuff. You obviously have a few closer and closer to Thanksgiving. You have some of the uh, off-season turn, uh, the, the offshore tournaments, Bahamas, Puerto Rico. You obviously, definitely, I've learned the hard way, guys. You know, definitely understand where these games are. You know, and I, my guess, my advice to a lot of people is, unless it's like the Maui Invitational, avoid all tournaments in tropical locations. They don't go well. The, the conditions are generally poor. Uh, you're, you're in like random gyms. Like it's just, it's just an odd kind of thing to do. So yeah, you're going to have a pretty cool card. And, and as of now, you know, you can bet on any team. So if you want to bet on incarnate word or Maine or high point, you can do it. That's your team game. I bet incarnate on incarnate word. word. Yeah. Good I to took you. them in football two weeks ago. It was my first time I ever bet on them. Uh, and I got real, you know, it was crazy. I went two and zero guys with that stuff. I <laughs> got incarnate word covered, and I took the over in a Houston Houston Baptist game. Houston Baptist have a football team, yeah. and every game goes over. Yeah, like they're they're playing track meets. <laughs> so yeah, so let me let me get the uh, the odds up here. See, a lot of people think that uh, Michigan State are the team to beat uh, this year. Mi- Michigan State, they are actually favored to plus seven hundred. 
Kentucky plus 800, Duke plus 900, Kansas 12 to 1, Memphis, Penny Hardaway 13 to 1. That'd be cool if he won, actually. Uh, North Carolina 14 to 1, Virginia 15, Florida 17, Gonzaga 17, who was bitching about this new uh, new likeness uh, rule. So uh, what do you think, uh, big man? Who's Who do you think uh, is the team to beat this year? Are you buying in at Michigan State's a team beat? I think they're definitely the team to beat. I mean, they're the player in the country. Cassius Winston is uh, terrific. They have a guy in, in Izzo who wins in March. Look, the team top to bottom is the best. But I'll tell you what, the older teams mentioned, I, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them win national title. The only one I'd be surprised by, I don't think Memphis has very, and any, barely any shot to win the national title. They'd have to get really lucky. I mean, they have a ton of talent. They're going to be exciting. They have no point guard right now. And I wonder how they operate in the half court. I mean, they're going to be fun to watch in transition, but there's a lot of really good coaches in that conference and in this country that are going to just say, look, you just got to play in the half court. And I don't know if they can do that. But to me, if I'm picking a team right now, I have to pick Duke. I mean, I think this team's arguably better uh, in kind of a cohesive role than last year. Trey Jones is another year older. Vernon Carey is basically – of, uh, you know, not as a talented version of Zion Williamson. They have some guys that can stretch the floor. You look at UNC as well. You talk about a team that could average guys this year 90 points a game. It's UNC. Cole Anthony, who is uh, Greg Anthony's son, I mean, he, it's actually unfair to put him on that team. But the way they run offense, with the ability of them in transition, I mean, they're going to score 90 points on the regular. They're the best offense in the country. But as we know, uh, if they can find a way to put defense, it wouldn't surprise North Carolina win the NCAA tournament. They have an unbelievable offense. I'm looking right now because people were asking me, actually, and it sort of snuck up on me. People were asking me if I'm going to State Farm Champion uh, Classic November 5th, so next Tuesday, as you mentioned. Next Tuesday, Madison Square Garden, Duke. Um, it's Duke in Kansas. Pretty big top game. And yeah. uh, tickets, it looks like it's going to be sold out. It's actually like 100, uh, 150 bucks for like the last row of Madison Square Garden. Not a bad game right out of the gate, uh, big man. So let me ask you before we get you out of here. I don't know if you have any NBA picks uh, for tonight, but Darren O'Vall got crucified like last month because he said that if you do this likeness deal, it's really, really going to kill college basketball's competitiveness. That couple of powerhouses yeah. will really get the best players right now only because they'll be, they'll be able to set up better endorsement deals for their players. And he was heavily criticized, but Rovell gets criticized for everything. It's one now. Listen, he was a little extreme. The sky's not going to fall, and the rich are already rich, big man. But this likeness stuff really won't matter. For like I said to Cam earlier, there'll probably be about twenty-five to thirty players that can actually make money off of this, and they'll just get funneled to Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. They were already in the AEU pipeline already. What do you think about this? Uh, this new thing here, this likeness. Yeah, I- I think you make a. I think you make a good point. I, I don't think that. Yeah, do I think you know you're kind of tipping the scales though? Sure. I mean, there's going to be a group of people that are going to be paid. There's going to be another group that. Look, if you play basketball at High Point, I mean, you're not going to pay for this. If you play basketball at Kentucky, you're going to be paid for it. I mean, yep. it's, it's kind of unfair. I mean, the competitive edge is definitely. You know, I, I worry about that's the big worry I have because you guys know I, I don't just bet on college basketball because it's a betting opportunity. I actually love college basketball. It's a passion of mine. I enjoy it. I just don't want to see the passion go away. I want to see these kids obviously all in the same playing field. And, you know, they do it for the love of the game. Yeah. I know a lot of these kids will go and make a lot of money someday, but I don't know. They're definitely on a different playing field for sure. Uh, that's kind of unfair. I think college basketball, big man, 
has lost a little bit of it. Like, you know, to me, and I used to love college. I still do, but I think the college players now are just there. Like, remember, man, it was, you know, De'Aaron Fox. You know, I saw what he said the other day. Yeah. They said, well, maybe Aaron, would you have stayed in Kentucky if you could have made mud off your likeness? Without missing a beat, he said, F no, man. <laughs> like, what did Ben Simmons say about you? Because this is the worst year of my life <laughs> going to college. <laughs> I don't see Andrew Wiggins going back to a lot of Kansas hot games, guys. You no. know what I mean? Like, football, you have that passion because they're playing to get to the NFL. Thank you, big man. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You want to light the lamp on things and fan the NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combos, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. Play daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special percent discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Major Redhead Cab Store. I'm Maresi. Me and Cam will be back at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight watching the uh, the yep. World Series. Bob Bano will join us and uh, we'll talk some NHL tonight, hockey Dave. and uh, World Series. What's Four that? hours, buddy. I'm Utah doing the whole thing, baby. I'm on until midnight, man. It's the Tuesday party. Yes, uh, I'm doing the late West Coast, I think, too, tonight. So I'm, I pulled a Maresi the whole damn show. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll pull it for you, Cam. Thanks, um, buddy. You're going, you're going to full, the full Monty. Uh, today we'll tune in uh, later. Yeah, I was on till midnight last night. Well, I'm always on the midnight on those on those uh, usually, but on game night. But last night we were only off from ten to twelve uh, in nice. studio, and uh, yeah, yeah, we got back uh, right after MSG. We went over. I, you know, I actually woke up. I had a little bit of a stomachache, Cam. So last night, this is the only downfall. So great time. We go to the game. Except we got there. We missed like, the first five minutes of the game. So we get in. Sort of took a while to get in the arena and stuff. We sit down. The Knicks are down like 16-3 before I sit down. Cam. Like, I literally sit down. I look up. It's like, oh, that's great. We're down 16-3. I'm like, that's just great. So I was freaking hungry. But, you know, the quarter sort of went by fast. Then the next thing you knew, you know, I was made through the second quarter. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just wait till sort of before halftime. But I wasn't drinking. But I was hungry. I wanted to get something to eat. So halftime approaches. I go. I spent $40. All right, $40, I got a pizza. Now, they give you a personal pizza. It's not a slice, so it comes in a yeah. box, but you know what I mean? It's it's not like, it's not a real pizza. Small pizza. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's small. Yeah, it's, it's a small sort of, you know, like the mini-sized frozen one sort of? Yeah. It's a little bigger yeah. than that. It was uh, it was brick stove, though. They have, like, a real Italian place, like, outlet, and it's actually pretty good. The pizza's pretty good. But, so I got a pizza. Beefable Nick's uh, cup, and I want to keep and have on the set here. I forgot it in the commotion of the wind. Um, a bag of popcorn, and I figured, why not, Cam? Since I'm not drinking, I got a big bag of M&Ms, too. <laughs> nice. Why not? So, Get your I, got the, I got the pizza. 
I got the pizza. Nice big Sierra Mist. <laughs> That's what I went with, the Sierra Mist. Little bag of popcorn and, uh, and the m and It was like 37 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with the tips, it was 40 bucks. And essentially, it was like 40 bucks. Literally, 30 seconds after I buy this, I turn around and Paul tells me, we just got upgraded to courtside. Free booze, free food. <laughs> I'm like, great. are you, I'm standing there holding all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, but instead of getting mad, I'm like, listen, you got a free NBA game sitting courtside. Yep. But it's unbelievable. Kid. So I thought of you, buddy. You would have been proud, bro. So I'm like, all right, so we get to the seat and stuff. And the chick's very adamant about showing us, like, what we what we can get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I got a wristband, buddy. And it was in the corner of, like, the VIP sort of tunnel at MSG. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you go through here. I'm like, here? She's like, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I got the wristband. Walk in, Kim. Never seen anything like it, buddy. They have, like, concession stands, except no money. You don't pay. You take what you want. Yo, take what you want. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's basically oh. like, yeah, yeah, you just go up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me three hot dogs, two things. Dude, like, people were crushing, like, vodkas and stuff. Hey, eh? guys are over, yeah. like, hang out. Like, they're oh, crushing sure. vodkas. So I, I couldn't help it. I'm sure, like, someone was looking at me like, what's this guy, homeless? Cam, they had, like, big, like, Halloween, like, pumpkins everywhere. Yeah. With full, like, mounds and, like, uh, three musketeers and, like, they had the, the, uh, the mitts. So I pulled a U. I started with stuff in a pocket and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. I, was like, I grabbed, I stuck, like, my hand in. Dude, I literally walked back to the seat. I couldn't even carry it all, Cap. Like, I had, like, bags of chips, popcorn. <laughs> I was great. like, yeah, I'm taking advantage of this. I, I literally, dude, my jacket was stuff. I was like, Homer Simpson. The floor under my seat, bro. Like, Paul Bovey looked over. He goes, I don't know how you haven't thrown up yet. I'm just <laughs> stuffing stuff. I see these dudes. I see these two dudes making, like, a custom ice cream sundae. Oh, and I'm nice. like, oh, the ice cream's part of the deal. Yeah, yeah. You go up. There's a kid there. Dude, they got all the toppings, whatever you want. He's like, what toppings do you want? I'm like, oh. I said, put them all on there. <laughs> I tell you, I walked out of there thinking, man, I got to make real money where I can get courtside seats in the Knicks. That's the high life there down there, Cam. Yeah, you're telling me. Raptors don't have, like, I've had good seats at the Raptors. Do they have that? Do they have a wristband thing? I don't think they do. No. No. That's a joke. That seat's brutal. No, I even think in a good seat, you still pay for drinks. What the hell? Like, the, uh, uh, I'm you got a host, right? Yeah, well, the Knicks do it right. Yeah, the, um, yeah but Knicks, the Knicks charge a lot, and they haven't won in a while, right? Yeah, look, it seems food. to be a new thing, Cam. Like, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't, I don't think it's free booze like all night. Yeah, it's not. Okay, people they had waitresses coming to your seat and stuff, but there's like a club lounge where I guess if you stood at the bar, you can have the drink. You know what I mean? Nice, nice. Like, yeah, you're not like sitting at your your seat. Yeah, yeah give me another double fucking cran over here. It doesn't work like that, you know. But now um, yeah, it was real cool. It was great, uh, great, uh, great times. I've been real spoiled. I had the luxury box at the at the Bills Jets game, courtside yeah, yeah. free food and uh, stuff at that Knicks. You know, we're we're getting spoiled uh, right now. All right, so we got NHL Hawk tonight. Speaking of which, we want to go December the sixth. Hopefully, we can as long as uh, there's not uh, any like big show that we got to do or something like that. We'll see what happens. 
But December the 6th, the Montreal Canadiens play the Rangers at MSG. Cool. Cool. Tampa Bay play the Rangers tonight at MSG. NHL hockey tonight. Battle of Pennsylvania. Always a battle when these two teams play. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Penguins minus 140. Cam, what do you think about this game? Actually, this is the game, Gabe. I was on the Flyers to end the um, Islanders streak, and that was a, that was stupid on Sunday. But I'm going to tell you this. The Flyers get up for these games. I think coming off a bad performance, they show up tonight. I just worry about the goaltending. I, I know Pittsburgh's trying to play defense, but every time these teams get together, too, it's usually crazy fireworks. I like the Flyers. Um, at plus 130. Uh, the line went down a little bit. I, I liked it better, plus 140, but I think the Flyers actually show up in Pittsburgh and win tonight. I think it's a big game for them. Uh, they need to get a mojo going, but that's going to be one of my dogs of the night. I think the Flyers can beat Pittsburgh um, on the road to get it done. I, I think Philly's the play tonight. I know it's a little bit of a leap of faith, but I like the Flyers at plus 130. Sidney Crosby terrorized these guys I'm seeing in his career. He has. Like he the has. Flyers, that's one team that, like, yeah, he really lights up. Uh, the Flyers. Um, well, it's the first. It's the first time they're playing this year, I guess, right? Yeah, this is the first Are one. Yet? Battle of Pennsylvania. Nope, nope, haven't played yet. So it's gonna get ugly too. I think it's. A, I, I like these games, Philly, Pittsburgh. They're fun. Really fun in the playoffs. You don't deal with this, is though, can the problem? Philadelphia Flyers. This is their fifth game in nine days. A lot of yeah, hockey they played the last uh, last ten days, not ten days. Pittsburgh's yeah. been off since Saturday. All right. Calgary and Carolina. Calgary at Carolina. Carolina 7-3-1 on the season, playing good hockey uh, so far this year. Kim. Flames are just one game above 500. What's your opinion on this one? I think it's a weird line. Like, when it first came out, it was really low, and I'm thinking Carolina's better than Calgary. Like, Calgary's one of those teams. I think I'm definitely good. I would lead Carolina in this game. They're lethal at home. They do so many good things. The fans are into it. They got wicked young players on their team. As for Calgary... Traveling into Carolina, it's not like a fun trip anymore. It's tough. I lean Carolina in this game. I wish it was a little bit under 50 cents, but, you know, Carolina better team than Calgary, and they're at home. So, yeah, I lean with the Canes. San Jose Sharks, plus 175 against they're Boston. Horrible. Boston horrible. is 210. Total six and a half. Yeah, it's got to be Bruins in a parlay or pass, right? Or yeah, you want to lay a buck and a half at the beast. Yeah, you might want to. The problem is the Bruins are playing so well. I hope it's not a letdown spot. Other than San Jose's win, Montreal's team is a train wreck. They really look old. They, they're very bad in their end, very irresponsible. Uh, you know, Jones has problems to begin with, and then, uh, you know, the defense has been awful. So, yeah, Eileen Bruins, uh, they should win the game, Gabe. They want to put it in a parlay, sure. Not sure about the one and a half. It is a plus money, one minus one and a half plus 105, but I like Boston at home. They should win this game. If they, if they show up, they win. All right, Cam, which leads us to the big game of the night here tonight. I'm not, I'm not the Washington Capitals. I love the Leafs tonight. They've been playing like junk. Big game. Ovechkin, Ovechkin today, too. So You're not being a homer, but you love the no, Leafs. No, 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 Not a homer pick. The Leafs win tonight game. I'm telling you, Ovechkin, the Leafs can't win. Ovechkin was right. right. Yeah, it is right. right. You don't see it. You shouldn't have said nothing. Worry about your own team, bud. I like Ovechkin, too. But look at these He's guys trying to help you. Fire. He's not trying to help. He's trying to help the Leafs. He's trying to help the Leafs. Anyone would know about playing too offensive and not not winning a cup would be him. I know, I know. Why would he want to help? He plays Washington. I don't. I know. He's just being honest. Maybe. Sure. All right, well, we'll continue this on the other side. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Man, yeah, actually hit a big parlay, Cam. What do you bet? Ten bucks, one hundred twenty-three bucks, Yang. Thirteen to one parlay. You showed me the ticket. Yang uh, communicates. Hey, I got, I got a message from you. Hit the parlay, buddy. Showed me picture of the ticket. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, not bad, man. Like, Ten bucks, yeah, man. Not, Ten bucks. I told him. I, I told him. Right, Yang. New sneakers or uh, parts for your scooter? Yeah, if you put forty or fifty on it, you can really start talking, buddy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know what? I'm going to the Monday night game against the Cowboys. So I'm gonna give me a Saquon oh. Barkley t- uh, jersey. Nice, yeah, good, good. Oh, good. He's not, not playing around. Nice. No, he's not. Yeah, not, not at all. Not, not at all. We need this win against the Cowboys. Dan, Daniel Jones too white for you, Yang. The jersey's just too uh, too yuppy <laughs> for you. Uh, you know what? I actually don't think Daniel Jones is gonna be there too long. <laughs> he's too what white. You, mean? you don't for think you. Daniel Jones? Can... <laughs> I'm getting Saquon Barkley jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I got I got an Eli Manning jersey. I mean, you know, so yeah, no, I had that for a while. Well, you, you know. You're not buying it. You what? You think Danny Dimes gonna be gone in a year? I don't think he's gone, but uh, I don't know. I like Saquon uh, a little better. I think he. I no, think I, he's gonna be out a little bit more. I, I'm sure he's gonna demand a lot more money than uh, Danny Jones. No, I'll tell you what. Yeah, if there's a chat between who which one's gone before the other one, it'll be Saquon. Right, Saquon might I get mean, fed up actually and split right yeah. uh, after. But um, no, no, I'm just busting balls. Uh, hell, Saquon Barkley's a freaking son. Uh, real fun to watch. Yeah, that's pretty cool, Yang. You go Cowboys, you're high roller. Nah, high roller, not, Cowboys man. and uh, Giants. Yeah, MetLife Stadium. So I'm going to go to stop by over there, see you guys over there at the uh, studio, the sports uh, book, and uh, try to be some bets on. You've said, you've said that like 10 times. You're going to stop by here. Yeah, we've never seen you here. Well, I'm going to say it for the 11th time. Right? I'm going to go stop by over there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of times. Like, big <laughs> Will, big uh, <laughs> window Will over here told me. He said, oh, Yang says he's stopping by today. What did I tell Will? I said, nah, he said that a few times. I woke up late. <laughs> <laughs> he said that a few times. All right. So I knew I knew Leaf fans would get their panties in a bunch. Hey, hey, hey. About Ovechkin. I'm, I'm realistic. I'm not getting my panties in a bunch. It's just, no, he's right. And, and honestly, Kim, I totally he's right. Number one, he's right. he should worry about his own team. That's fine. But I'm he's been around a while. But number it's two. true. It's crazy. He wasn't trolling them. He's actually trying to help, them, oh, I- which he shouldn't be, which is weird because you're still a competitor, right? You know, Ovechkin is saying, I mean, he would know perfectly about Martyr and Austin Matthews. Ovechkin used to do the same thing. Watch Austin Matthews play in the playoffs, Cam. He sort of comes back, and he sort of slows down, and he gets to his own blue line. Yeah, like he doesn't get it. And I've told you this for the last two years. You know, like Martin, I was proud of him when he at least blocked a shot last year in the playoffs. Like, and he helped in the game. Year. It was he's like, all right. It's like, all right, you sort of get it, but you got to do this all the time. Same with Ovechkin, dude. Ovechkin used to, like, sort of, you know, coast around, and, you know, he would fly when he had the puck. When you saw 
when they won the cup in the last couple of years leading up to that even, he started yeah. to back check. You know I mean? He was hitting people. True. He changed his game to win. And that's all he's saying. Like, he didn't say he didn't mock them. He said, it's yeah. somebody else, what do you think of the Leafs? It's up to them how they want to do it. If they want to play for themselves, if they want to win the Stanley Cup, they'll have to play yep. differently. It's true. That's something it's in the Leafs' room that they should be saying to each other. I mean, exactly. but anyways, one thing, one thing, though, Cam, you're right. In a way, it almost like the Leafs are like, oh, we'll show him how to play hockey probably, right? I want to take the under in this game at six and a half. Problem is, I see the Washington Capitals are freaking 9-1 of the over in their last 10 games. Yeah, they're, they're, they're letting up goals, they're scoring goals. It's like they're, they've been a little bit loose uh, defensively, and, and that's the Leafs' MO. That's the problem. And you know what I mean? I, I look at this thing realistically. You have all your money tied up with your forwards. you got a horrible back end, and, and your goaltender saves your ass on a nightly basis. It's not Freddie Anderson's fault. He'll let in a bad goal once in a while, but he's over a team. Without him, they'd be done. I like the Leafs tonight. I think it's a good spot. And I'll tell you something to Mike Babcock, and I said it before. I'll say it again. This guy's the highest-paid coach in the NHL. Come up with a game plan, bud. You're making all this money. You play the wrong players at the wrong time. I think he's probably the most overrated coach in hockey. Seems like a nice guy. The Sabres got Kruger, and uh, look at them now. They're playing great hockey. You get points every night. Babcock's one of these guys. It's a name-only thing, man. It's name Look only. at Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz is a way better Barry, coach Barry, than Babcock. They're not even the same yeah. league. Barry Trotz is 100 times better. And if you think Babcock's better than Barry Trotz, you're an idiot. Because Barry Trotz uses uh, the team of the Islanders. They have way less talent than the Leafs. They're kicking ass. Dude, let's be real here. With Mike Babcock, what the two teams he went with in his career? We Team one freaking Canada, Cap. Team yeah, Canada. Yeah, oh, great job, Mike. Yeah, great job. Yeah. Uh, and the Detroit Red Wings, who were freaking stop. The Detroit Red Wings were like Team Sweden. Ken Holland deserves the credit for that. The GM I agree. Ken Holland deserves the credit for the Red Wings. They won yeah. with Scotty Bowman before. He inherited a championship team and continued. We give you that. And then you ran it into the ground. And you come to Toronto, and you're the highest paid coach in the league. What's it been, five, six years now? You haven't won a damn playoff series. I know. I won a playoff series. I'm seeing uh, Yahoo Hockey, their podcast guy, just said the same thing. I see a tweet here. Well, Vetchkin doing more for the Leafs uh, than Babcock has. And it shows the (laughs) the quote here in the clip. Exactly right. Like, uh, and it's funny, too. Like everyone's picking up on this. They're like, Alexander Ovechkin, who does not play the Leafs, calls up the Leafs for the selfish play. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like the Capitals tonight, buddy. Oh, boy. Really They're, hot. They're a hot team. They are a hot team. But this is where uh, things cool down tonight. But, hey, we're on in-game live. We should make it interesting. You want to bet on the game at dinner or something like that? Or I don't know what I'm going to see you again. But, uh, we're not in the same yeah. city. <laughs> That's a good boy. What am I gonna do? Yeah, like here, here's your vouch, Gabe. Uh, yeah, I, I just think I just think that no, the Leafs fun understand. this game tonight. It's gonna be a good game tonight. Baseball game. This oh, game. Starts at set too early. Yeah, Battle of Pennsylvania. I gotta get these bets in for sure. Uh, I'm gonna leave tonight. Here's a parlay, Cap. Hockey parlay. And yep. our boy Window was hooked. Now he won his first badge. No turning back. Now Will's asked me, "What do you think about the Edmonton Oilers in a parlay tonight?" Yeah, I thought he's crazy here. Tonight. Cam loves the Oilers things. I told him I, I prefer like a Boston room, Tampa Bay yeah. Lightning parlay. Lightning are going to beat okay, the Rangers well, tonight. But let's see what this pays because Boston's minus 220, Lightning minus it's 220. It's plus 118. Really? Man, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to plus 112. And, okay, better get it in now. Yeah, they should both. I think I think Tampa Bay, another underachieving team. They're a lot like Toronto, actually. 
They got snowflakes up front who can play hockey, but they're not tough enough. That's what put the Leafs. Look at their, you know, look at their players, Gabe. Like, like you're, you're like when you play Washington, you got to deal with Wilson and Ovechkin, a bunch of killers on their team. Like they're men with no teeth who don't care about getting hurt. You can pack a piece of lumber over their head. They're coming back from work. What's Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews going to do? They don't have enough grit. Tavares is out. He's not really a, a fighter anyway. They don't hit enough. They got talent. But the problem is, I think they need to acquire a big bruising defenseman or a tough guy, or else uh, come playoff time, it's going to be the same same story. The Bruins are going to beat them up, and they get rid of Kadri, the guy actually who had grit on the team. I don't get it. And anyway, that's uh, I like the Bruins and Lightning. I like your parlay. I take that parlay too. All right, um, we appreciate that. Chicago and Nashville. What do you think of this one? Nashville minus two hundred, total six and a half. There, I lean Nashville. That the total seemed a little bit high. Um, uh, yep. Chicago's a Chicago's a weird team though. Oh yeah, see about this one. Duncan Keith, uh, uh, sorry, Seabrook. A game. They're basically he's been out healthy scratch for two games. He goes, what is this load management? Like he's stuff, right? So he's an aging <laughs> defenseman, but he doesn't want to take the night off. He goes, you think I want the nights off? I'll, I'll get, I'll take a night off every once in a while. But he's pissed. The Blackhawks already got a lot of problems on that team. Nashville, eh, they're they're a better road road uh, team than. At home for the price that you get, you got to lay a lot of lumber, but they should be able to take care of Chicago tonight. You can throw Nashville in your parlay if you're feeling real fresh, but I'm not sure nah. these three favorites are going to win. You want to test your luck with two many. You know a pooch is going to come in on, uh, in one of these games. So you said you like the Edmonton Oilers tonight at, uh, at Detroit? I do. I do like the Oilers. I think uh, they haven't been playing good, neither has Detroit. Both these teams are going to be real hungry tonight. I just worry a little bit about Edmonton. They're, they haven't been playing as well, but they're a better team than Detroit. Talent-wise, they're so much better. Uh, Detroit's back end is not very good. Uh, yeah, you're only lent 20, 25 cents. I like the oil tonight. If they can't beat Detroit, then I think it's a real problem. So, yeah, I'll take Edmonton. And Detroit Detroit actually played okay in the first couple of games of the year, but reality's yeah, caught up, right? Exactly. Yeah, now, now reality's caught up. But as you stated, Ed, Edmonton's pretty hot. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings have lost eight games in a row. I know. I know. <laughs> They came back. Oilers have scored Louis two or fewer goals over those five games. I'm seeing that one of the guys over at Covers has a play on Detroit. He says the Detroit really? Red Wings have uh, dropped eight in a row, but uh, smell blood in the water with the Edmonton Oilers coming to town. I don't know. How do you smell blood in the water when you have the best player in the league coming to town? If you're the Red Wings, you're like, oh, shit. Connor McDavid's coming to town now. <laughs> yeah, dry title McDavid. Yeah, can, can, the problem, I can see his point of view. Give me the Oilers. Not well, yeah, I like the Oilers tonight, too. I, I'm not taking Detroit. Sorry, like that. Is Koskinen uh, guy can get it done? Oh, nine twenty-two percentage. I'm glad Koskinen's starting. Oh, hey, Mike Smith, it's time for you to take a break. Let Koskinen take uh, this team for for a few games. He should be the starting goalie. I think he's better than Smith. It's tough though, Gabe. The best dog I like, like Philadelphia. I kind of like. Like I'm looking at another one. Maybe Minnesota. Minnesota might. They're playing a That's lot an ugly better game. lately. You know what? Dallas isn't that good. They're, since the playoffs, they've been horrible. They're still trying to play like it's left, and it doesn't work in this NHL. It's good for the playoffs when you want to beat everybody up and be a bully. But in the regular season, a lot more penalties are called. It's been bad for them. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Minnesota at plus 140 might be worth a look. I might take Wild, too, as a uh, late uh, 805 pooch. Look at the oh, end of here. Last night, we, yeah, we cried, and we're running out of time. Our home escape, Atlanta cover, and the Suns cover again. Those home dogs got it done, buddy. I'm glad I didn't take them on the money line either, just the points. Who do you like in the NBA? <laughs> Only three games on the board here tonight. The Atlanta Hawks plus eight at Miami. Jimmy Butler missed the first three games of the season because, I don't know, because his girlfriend had a baby. <laughs> I don't want to speak without knowing, but unless there was something wrong, I don't see why you missed three freaking games because your wife has a baby. Um, it should be one. 
Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Dude, that's what, like, FaceTime and video cameras are for, too, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks plus eight. Like, I don't know, Cam. Like, basically, put it this way. If you were a baby now, Cam, and in 22 a year, you grew up, and your father is was in NBA. Your father's on Toronto Maple Leafs right now. Made $38 million. Yeah. And said, yeah, you know, son, I wasn't there for your birth, but we filmed it. And I wasn't there because... I'm making money for family and giving you a cushy lifestyle for the rest of your life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the whole thing, I, I get it. I'm not judging, guys. You're going to be there, but stuff about missing days at a time stuff's over top. Um, yeah. All right, let's get those pesos. Give me the Atlanta Hawks plus eight. Houston Astros, I don't like the price, but I'm going to win tonight. Astros to win the World Series tonight. Atlanta Hawks plus eight. Bruins Lightning Park. Hawks Preds under six and a half. Damn. Toronto Edmonton, Philadelphia, and Washington baseball. See you at eight. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. You said Alice in Chains. It's a little heavier than I thought would be listening to Mike. I picture you as a Dave Matthews fan type of guy. Come on, Alice in Chains. I have seen seen Dave Matthews. I've seen Dave Matthews 15 times. I will say this though. Of course you have. I would not. I'm telling you, I'm best profiler. Well, you've seen him 50. Not that he's my That's favorite a lot, Dave, Matt. Holy I love Sarah. I've only seen yeah. him like five times. <laughs> I got on. A, I got on a run there where, like, for a summer, I saw a whole bunch of shows. I was going with friends to going to concerts. I had a girl who in Dave Matthews, so he kept me get a few more that way. So, yeah, I've seen him times though. I'll guess, guess one though. Let's see if Cam can get a band. Guess the band. Okay. Uh, what genre? Uh, classic rock or uh, give me something? Uh, what do you think he's listening uh, to? What do I? What do I think Mike listens to? <laughs> Pink Floyd. No, that, no that's no. too. That's too startling for it. No, uh, no, no, right. no, I'm a bad profile. No, no. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll say. He said, John Mayer. You know, say Mike likes John no, Mayer. Let's rock out to little John Mayer. I John Mayer is very. I bet you like Taylor I Swift. Fire, I would not fire him up. I bet you, you listen to Taylor Swift, no. but you won't admit that. Catch song. <laughs> no, very good. That's my wife. She that's is very good. She's the queen of hook. So. Yeah. She really I think is. You're catchy. not getting credit for being a little bit, a little bit. You got to go a little bit harder than Dave Matthews. It's probably the lightest music that I listen to. Right. Uh, no, like Limp Bizkit and stuff. All right, what about us? What about no. yeah. Come on. Uh, it's, it's mostly nineties. It's like uh, yeah. Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, my top two. Uh, right. Fighters. You would put Foo Fighters at the top. If you ask any of the producers, the songs that have to be put on, it's usually Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam. That kind of stuff. I do listen to a surprising amount of hip hop, perhaps surprising to you. I just grew up listening to it uh, <laughs> in New York City. Uh, I've called Quest and, and bands like that. Ladies or women. Who? What's that? I like the fact that. Uh, Who's your favorite band? Of all time? Quest. Oh, wow, Mike. Strong. My buddy's favorite band. He's I like the fact guy. that people in the chat people in the chat uh, view you as a cold play type guy. A Coldplay? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but it's just not They're all right. Oh, tell them, man. They're all right. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, it's, Coldplay uh, is like a... Uh, 
Coldplay is Burger King to you two's McDonald's. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Welcome into Golf Betting On Demand. I'm your host, Rick Gaiman. And for the next hour, I'll be taking you through everything you need to know to bet this week's Zozo Championship. That's a brand new event on the PGA Tour. This is the second stop of the Asian Swing during the swing season of the PGA Tour. Lots of different names we have for this time of year. But we are headed to Japan, leaving from the CJ Cup, which we are actually going to talk about right off of the bat here. I want to take a look back at last week's CJ Cup, the first stop of this Asian swing before this week for the um, the Zozo Championship, and then we're going to have the WGC next week as well. So last week, looking back, uh, you know, Justin Thomas, who we talk about quite a bit, I, I've mentioned in some of the off-season videos how I think he is going to have a massive year. There was a bet out there that you could lay, I think it was 11 to 1 or 12 to 1, that he was going to be the PGA Tour money leader this season. If I was willing to tie up my cash for 11 months, I would have bet it. Uh, I'm not, so I didn't. And he is off to a great start after capturing a win in his very, uh, I guess it's not his first start of this season, but here we are. He's already got his first win of the season under his belt. Uh, played absolutely stellar, looked awesome. From a betting standpoint, Looking back at some of the picks that we made, we were invested in Brooks Kepka at eight to one. Uh, our logic was that we were getting him at eight to one when he was eight to one at the Shriners. This was a much easier field. It was a no cut event. Um, he was able to try, you know, we were thinking he was going to be able to shake a little bit of the rust off. Unfortunately, uh, withdrawals after the second round. Uh, the official story is that he slipped on a little bit of wet concrete, maybe a, a, a cart path or something out there and uh, tweaked that knee that he had a procedure on during the off season. So he plays the precautionary role. He flies back to the States to, to get it looked at. So he withdraws. We obviously lose that bet. Uh, the other two bets that we made because we loaded up on, on Brooks at eight to one and we went with Victor at 20 to one, Victor, Victor Hovland, uh, played well enough. He, he snapped his streak of like 19 straight rounds scoring in the sixties. So that streak is now over. He finished in a tie for 31st. Nothing too crazy to write home about. I think he's going to have plenty of success this season. And then because we went from eight to one to 20 to one, we had to go down somewhere further down the list. So we found Luke List at 100 to one. He ended up finishing in a tie for 57th, played okay. When you're throwing darts down there, you're certainly uh, not expecting too much. Uh, we saw flashes of Luke List, but certainly not the ball striking week that we would have liked to have seen. We did correctly again, uh, not get burned by any of the fades here. Jordan Spieth and Jason Day were our two fades. We will talk more in depth about those guys this week, but Jordan Spieth ended up finishing in a tie for eighth, uh, was in contention for a bit, but you know, continues to need magic around the greens, magic on the greens to get the job done. And then Jason Day, who came out and fired a really good round on Thursday, had me sweating for a little bit, uh, finishes in a tie for 31st and just never really got it going the rest of the week. But those are two guys that we're going to talk more in depth about this week for the Zozo Championship. And this is really interesting because 
the, 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 the PGA Tour is growing, which is a really great sign. And what we're getting is a lot of new events. I mean, last year, um, you know, the 3M, the 3M Open, Rocket Mortgage, uh, like there's just like more events on the PGA Tour and a lot of new courses that we're seeing. So we're trying to do a lot of dissecting and figuring out uh, how to handle these events. So here's what we've got. First time event. It is played at the, I'll make sure I get this right, Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club. That's the only time I will say that during this show. It is a par 70. It's going to play 7,000 yards. It is just like last week in the CJ Cup where there's going to be 78 players in the field. It's going to be a no cut event. So um, barring withdrawal, barring disqualification, your guys are getting four rounds in. The way this works is very similar to last week on the, on, uh, in Korea where, uh, the Korean tour got 10 exemptions for their players. Same thing here. The Japanese tour gets 10, uh, spots from their tour. There's eight additional sponsors exemptions, which include guys like, uh, Matt Wolf, uh, Victor Hovland, I believe is on a sponsor's exemption this week. And then the major winners who normally would not have qualified, uh, Gary Woodland and Shane Lowry are in the field as well, lining, um, the 78 player field. Speaking of lining the field, the course itself, uh, very, very unique. We don't see anything like this here in America or North America for that matter, but there are actually two greens on every single hole. Uh, the way it's done in Japan, because their temperatures are so extreme, they, a lot of their golf courses will have two greens, one for summer conditions and one for winter conditions. Sometimes they are different strains of grass that do better in warm weather or cold weather. Uh, this week, at, uh, I said I wasn't going to say the course again this week in Japan. Um, both of them are actually bent greens, which is a little unusual, but the PGA tour went through and they looked at the greens for each hole and said, okay, which one is in the best condition? We're going to use that green. The only exception to that rule is number four this week, which is actually going to play with two greens. So, uh, the PJ Tour has never done this before where there's been officially two separate greens that they can use. It's a, an A green and a B green. Of course, they will not both be in play at the same time, but one round, the pin might be on green A. Um, round two, the pin might be on, on green B, et cetera. So they will switch them between rounds potentially. We don't know what that split and what those pin positions are going to be, but the use of those two greens allows for pretty drastic changes to the fourth hole, making it play much differently from, you know, really even day to day. 